Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, again, we, uh, we always thank uh, Alan Samuels, uh, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram. It's, it's just a great place. Ted Teague does such a nice job over there. And these JT Powers numbers, it's unbelievable how they do. They win all these things. The trucks, uh, the Dodge, the Ram. I mean, this, the, these trucks are just uh, uh, remarkable. And, uh, and, and so we appreciate so much what uh, Alan Samuels does. Get out there. Uh, on 340, you know exactly where it is on the loop, and, and go check that out. Okay, we had a really cool opportunity earlier. Uh, it was on a Zoom with just kind of a, a handful of folks. ESPN kind of helped us put this together because RG3 is, for the, sec- uh, the second time in three weeks, is doing a Baylor game, and he's doing this BYU uh, uh, game, uh, and he's getting to come home for the first time in a while it was to see his statue and all that good stuff. And so uh, about three of us got to, uh, or four of us, got to visit with Robert, and you'll hear that conversation right now. We'll go ahead and open it up for questions. Parker, you got it. Yeah, this, uh, Robert's actually Matt Mosley. I'm sorry, I got my daughter's name on there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it happens. Um, hey, uh, great to see you. I, you know, I got to say, that is not, you kind of uh, made light of it. I know you, you, you did a great job, but two out of your first three games on your alma mater and in broadcasting a lot of times they sort of wait and try not to put a young broadcaster in that situation ESPN for whatever reason has decided to throw you right in what do you what I mean is it a little strange I mean there's part of you that has to be like when Baylor was playing so horribly in that first half and, and there's that fan in you or has it been really easy to kind of turn that off in a very natural thing? What's that process been like? Oh, man, I can't say it's been easy. I think, uh, uh, you know, Baylor's been a big part of my life. You know, I think you're, you're spot on with uh, usually the, the ESPN waits for, for analysts, uh, especially young analysts, to be put on their alma mater so frequently uh, as they have uh, put me on. But I think it's just a testament to the team that I'm with, uh, Kim Belton, producer, uh, Mark Jones, play-by-play, and Quint Keswick, sideline guy, uh, and just our whole group, you know, everybody that works in the truck, Demo, Aaron, all these uh, people that I've gotten to know over the last six or seven weeks, um, they trust us. You know, I think that's uh, a reflection of, of how we've been doing, uh, that they, they'd be willing to allow me to, to do this and know that I can handle it. Um, so I, I, I don't uh, look at it in a bad way. I look at it as a compliment. And, um, yeah, when you watch that Oklahoma State game, just the contrast between the Oklahoma State game and the West Virginia game, uh, night and day difference. Everything that really Baylor Nation and, and us as analysts were expecting from Baylor, uh, you know, the Okie State game, they did against West Virginia. So, uh, you know, from the Baylor guy, he's just hoping like, hey, just go do more of the same. Uh, but the broadcaster in me just has to call mm-hmm. the game as it comes. Hey, hey, just a quick follow-up here, Robert. Do you, um, this BYU thing, you started to study them um, th- this has to be a really interesting game for both teams, a great opportunity for Baylor to jump back in the top 25 if they win this game. BYU had just had a setback. But what do you sense this means for them coming into this conference uh, here in a couple of years? 
And, and do you think that almost adds a different uh, layer to this thing? Kind of, hey, let's go out and prove it that we belong in this conference. Do you think that enters into uh, BYU's thinking coming into this matchup? Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't speculate, right? It's hard to speculate on what they feel. I, don't, I haven't had a chance to talk to them yet. Um, but, but listening to uh, their interviews, they're aware that um, this is an opportunity for them to come in and, and kind of show the Big 12 what they're worth. I think they're relishing that opportunity. They're going to be joining the conference, uh, what, as early as 2023. Um, and, and this is a, a game that could eventually become a rivalry game. Um, but uh, looking at them and everything that they've done, I know everyone in Baylor Nation wishes they had won last week. Uh, so Baylor could, could uh, possibly knock off a top 10 opponent. Uh, but they, they lost to Boise State uh, really in a tough game. Um, they had a bunch of turnovers and really played uncharacteristic to what they've been playing all year. So um, they come in at number 19. Baylor's looking to get ranked. Uh, I think if you get a win over BYU, that definitely happens. So it's uh, it's going to be a, a great game. It's just a matter of uh, which version of both teams shows up. Um, because Baylor had a setback against Oklahoma State and, and then came back against West Virginia and played ball like they have been all year. Um, and I know they don't want to let BYU uh, have a bounce back against them. Next, we've got Jerry Hill. Robert, uh, you talked about it. I mean, they looked different this last week against West Virginia. From your perspective, what was the biggest difference in that game? Yeah, if you remember in the Oklahoma State game, uh, Tyquan Thornton had finally caught, uh, you know, a deep pass. Uh, and on the broadcast, I said, finally. You know, all of Baylor Nation saying, finally, they're throwing the ball to Tyquan Thornton and, and, and doing what he does best. And the way that they accomplished that early in the West Virginia game was, was not only impressive, but it just showed you the, how dynamic uh, Tyquan Thornton is. You know, he caught that slant for a 75-yard touchdown. Uh, and then they, you know, the, there was, the corner's giving him space because he's so fast and because he gave him space, he was able to go and take that ball to the house. But I think it was just um, – they had a, a better plan against West Virginia, uh, maybe so than, than Oklahoma State. It was a home game, you know, uh, different environment. Uh, not that they don't play well on the road, because they do. Um, so I thought that uh, just overall offensively, they stayed ahead of, this, of the chains. If you want to get into philosophy, that's really what it was. They, they stayed in positive down in distances like they had been all year, which they didn't do against Oklahoma State. Abram Smith, uh, you know, he was running like a madman, you know, <laughs> he was, uh, he was doing his thing. And then I think uh, Jeff Grimes just did a good job mixing it up, trying to get the ball to different guys uh, and involving them in the game. Drew Estrada, Tyquan Thornton, Ben Sims. I thought they were very, uh, very effective in that. And when you watch the tape, both of these teams run pro style offenses, you know, uh, and I think that's what uh, people don't get. They're used to seeing Baylor run the spread and shoot and air raid, whatever you want to call it, right? But just getting a bunch of guys out and, and running fast and doing it that way from our time there. Uh, but that's not what Jeff Grime does. And when you watch BYU, you see, you see similarities. You know, you see pro-style concepts. You know, Ben Sims catches a touchdown on the wing set on a double play action with a jet sweep. I mean, I've seen, I see that every week in the NFL, you know, so... I think uh, the plan they had against West Virginia was better. They wanted to come out and, and prove a point to say, 
last week isn't who we are. This is who we are. And uh, I mean, Gary had a career high in passing yards in the first half. Like, I mean, you want to talk about, you want to talk about, hey, it all, it all worked out. It all, you know, went into stride. I think that's what it was. It was, uh, they, they were upset. I talked to Gary after the game, after the Oklahoma State game, and he was upset, you know, and, and rightfully so. I get it. Uh, so I think that they responded well because of that, that setback. Um, and I think that that's going to help them for the rest of the year. What have you seen from BYU's offense? Uh, Jaron Hall came back last week after missing a couple of games with rib injury. What, what do you see from their offense? Yeah, I mean, they got four wide receivers. Uh, you know, they got the Nikoa brothers, uh, Pau and then Romney, who is brother, his brother, Baylor Romney, which is, you know, his name's Baylor. Kind of, kind of interesting uh, as the backup QB. Uh, these four guys are, I mean, any one of them could be, could be a star uh, any given week. Uh, so I think when you watch them throw the ball, you can see glimpses of, of Jeff Grimes' offense and what they do. I think that they also believe uh, because Jeff was there for, for three years uh, and the offensive uh, line coach, Eric Mateos, they believe they have a, a good feeling on what Baylor's going to do. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting dynamic, um, whether they're calling out plays before they happen or if they get tricked because, you know, they thought they saw something. Um, I think that's a, a new element uh, for, for Jeff Grimes and Baylor to kind of try to overcome. Uh, but offensively, they have uh, Algeria, the running back. Um, not a home run hitter, but very solid running back, uh, powerful guy. Uh, and that's the way I look at them. If you look at their games closely, they, they've won close games. You know, they lost this past week, I think, what, 26-17. But all of their games have been close and then relatively low-scoring games for college. Um, so it's not like they're going out and blowing people out like Baylor did last week. Um, so I think that's a, a key as well. They like to shorten the game, running the ball, throwing the ball, doing the pro-style concepts. Defensively, they, they got a lot of movement into what they do. Um, but Jaron Hall came back, like you said, after missing two games with the bruised ribs, and I'm sure he'll feel better this week. I uh, heard that he didn't practice very much last week, and they're hoping that that uh, helps to more success uh, from him.